Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Welcome to Synchronicity. Got a good one this. I got nothing really planned for this episode. We're just going to kind of freewheel it, go shoot from the hip type of situation. Um, <clears throat> I'm back from Turkey. Had to leave. Had some medical issues there that I had to leave a little bit early. I'm fine now. I'm going to go get some tests done just to make sure. I have no doubts that I am perfectly healthy. But I'm 40 now. You got to do the test. You got to make sure everything is good. Get some screenings done debating whether to get a colonoscopy the doctor said i should but i'm fine now so i don't know if i want to it sounds pretty not fun the prep actually sounds like the worst the actual colonoscopy doesn't sound so bad but i guess you're supposed to get them <coughs> you know at some point no matter what in your life but i don't know it just kind of freaks me out guys but anyway it's been a crazy period of time right it's just been absolutely unreal i am just for those wondering still of the firm belief that we are on the best timeline doesn't mean we're going to be immune from all suffering all uh negative situations or situations that are challenging but one thing that i realized the other day and it just because like yeah i try to figure out functionally why do we go through stuff that like objectively we do not want to go through right Difficult situations, breakups, deaths, health issues, financial situations and contractions. Like, why do we go through this stuff? Is there a reason for it or is it just the way life is? Is it just, this is just how shit is and we got to kind of have to deal with it and it is what it is and just make the best, uh, best of it and, you know, kind of that type of logic. And I don't think that's what it is. I, I really do believe that if you look at your life kind of like a play or a movie, you're being asked to play every role, right? Every kind of character. So sometimes you're the hero. Sometimes you're the villain. Sometimes you're the princess who's getting saved. Sometimes you're the princess who's doing the saving. I don't know why I'm focusing on the princess aspect of it. We all want to be princesses, don't we? Um, but, you know, we go through these situations to kind of gain experience and wisdom about what it is to be not only a human, but a soul participating in this dance of life, right? And that really ultimately what it is. So when we encounter situations that are difficult or trying or really push us to our limits, and maybe we're just not having a fun time, right? I am one who likes to have fun. But let's say we're not having a fun time. Let's say things are difficult and they're challenging and, you know, you're waiting for the pressure to be relieved. What do we take out of these situations? What can we gain from them? What do we do with that energy? 
And I think what we're supposed to do, this is just my my growing belief and feeling about this stuff, is that we're here to experience this stuff so we can get a holistic picture of what it is to be alive. Now, for someone like me, I I have this innate desire to communicate things that have helped me or have worked for me or have you know created some semblance of hope or joy amidst trying situations and when I figure out what has worked I like to share it that's why I have this podcast it's why I continue to do it uh, it's just kind of how I run my life and I just realized that like we do this stuff because we need a full picture we need a full picture of everything that's going on. Yes, it's wonderful when we are manifesting effortlessly and there are no issues and everything is working exactly the way we wanted. And, you know, relish those opportunities and experiences. It's wonderful. Please don't in any way diminish the ecstasy you can get out of those situations. However, it's also important to recognize when things aren't really going the way you want, that it is not a failure, that it's not something you've done wrong that has led to this situation. It can be. Maybe you made a misjudgment or a miscommunication or you know you didn't get exactly the facts of the situation correct and you could have done it better. But really, we're meant to experience all of the things we experience to kind of like level up our skill level in various aspects of life. So the way I look at it is like this, right? We incarnate as human beings. Why? For what purpose? You know, one of these reasons is to kind of gain certain experiential qualities or like leveling up our character, if you will, in certain areas of life. And so like if you were first... Uh, incarnating and you're a new soul and you haven't really done this, you probably just pick any experience, any life, right? You're just like, all right, I, I'm into it. I just want to kind of dive in, jump into something cool, whatever. Let's see where it goes. And you just jump into any experience willy-nilly. And that's cool. That's great. That's wonderful. But as you keep playing this game and you get more and more experience and you decide you keep wanting to come back and refine your experiential kind of wisdom, you get a little more discerning about what it is you're trying to experience. So you put certain challenges and situations and relationships in your life to gain that experience. And as you play this game, you level up your character. It, it very much, the RPG video game analogy really does hold true. I think it's one of the reasons so many of us are attracted to video games just as a thing. If you think about how weird it is to be actually like playing a video game, like you hold this controller, you do this stuff, you can, it's all, it's so weird. But we like it, we're attracted to it because it mimics exactly what we're doing with our lives, right? We are playing the game of life. But as you get more experience kind of incarnating into a life, you start to want to work on the areas of your character that are perhaps underdeveloped, perhaps where you could gain some extra experience, you could gain some extra wisdom. And that's probably where you find yourself today. I just have a hunch there's not a ton of people who listen to this podcast who don't have experience with kind of the metaphysical qualities of life, who this probably isn't your first rodeo. You're probably asking some, you know, penetrating deeper level questions about what the fuck is going on here. And you're probably finding yourself in situations where it's like, hey, you know, I thought I had this all figured out. Why is stuff still weird? 
Why have we not entered a utopian society where everyone is in harmony with everything else around them and everyone, like, why has that not happened yet? And the point is this, is that that is a place, that is a space, it does exist. We have access to it actually whenever we want, that kind of utopian perfect energy. And I want to be clear that everything is perfect. Even if your perception of it isn't, recognize that the idea of perfection exists because it is real. So it is something that is there. It is something you can attain. It's not something that's just kind of like a a carrot being dangled in front of your face. So you keep doing your work. So you keep doing your, that's not what it's about. This is a real thing that we're experiencing. It is not a trick. It is not a kind of uh, a game of three-card Monty where we're just trying to like extract energy from people. You, you have those thoughts sometimes, right? But what I want to be clear about here is that we do this to gain experience so we can be better communicators, better um understanders of energy understanders is the worst word understanders of energy and basically like if your role is to help people help yourself first obviously but it is to help people to communicate maybe things that you've learned along the way that could benefit other people you're gonna have to go through some situations in life right you're gonna have to go through some things that maybe you wouldn't have voluntarily signed up for if you knew what the ramifications of those decisions were, right? Suffering being one of them, uh, difficult situations being other. Like there's, this stuff exists not to penalize you, not to punish you, not to show you that you've done something wrong, but to open up different aspects of your being that allow you to communicate with other people who maybe have gone through similar things or will go through similar things. Like it's one of the things I realized when I started really getting into this imaginal stuff, which is, you know, I I do encourage you to go back and listen to 2019-20 Noah when I'm, I'm reeling these things off when there was so much energy and excitement with them is one of the things is like, it's easy to lose sight that not everyone within your field of awareness is exactly where, is at the same place where you are at that exact same time, right? And you can discount that. You can, you know, say, well, that's, they'll catch up. It's, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out when the time is right. And that's all valid. That, of course, makes sense. And I think people should resonate with things uh, when they want to resonate with them. But it also makes sense that you should have some ability to communicate um, and resonate with people who maybe aren't exactly where you are vibrationally, energetically at the moment. And one of the ways that we gain those experience, like the experience to kind of how to know how to deal with that stuff is by going through situations that are difficult. And I will happily say at this point in my life, you know, the the past couple of years of my life have not been what I would call the best years of my life. They have not been the prime time, you know, Sunday special, best fucking, the Dolphins did win though. I got to say that fucking charges. What are you doing? Um, but It's been a rough couple of years for me for a variety of reasons. And I think one of the big ones, and I've touched on this quite a bit, is that I kind of just lost focus about what I was doing and why I was doing it. 
Um, I definitely got kind of tempted by the temptress of money and just getting into the whole crypto world. And that just was a symptom that just kind of pulled me away from what it is that I actually love to do. Like, I love to make music. I love to do this podcast. I love to have conversations with people. I love to make funny stuff and talk with funny people. Like, these are the things that are actually like the driving forces of my life. And I've as I became more disconnected from those things in life, the actual content of my life began to reflect that disconnection. And this is what happens a lot when people go into depression or they go into situations where they're kind of like, I don't feel like myself or I can't recapture the magic that I wanted to have. And, you know, this is this is not necessarily a bad time, but it is a time for introspection. It's a time for like, what could I have done differently? What could I have done to kind of um, give myself an awareness of what's going on here, how to deal with it, how to use this in a positive way to take this energy, kind of transmute it into something that is uh, a teachable moment or something that can be used uh, for the greater good, for my life and for other people's lives who I care about and just the general public at large, right? And so that's where we are today. So one of the things I want to talk about is kind of how do we deal, like let's say you have that awareness. Let's say you've been going through a situation where you've kind of lost your sense of self. You've disassociated from who you were. So you're in this kind of weird limbo bardo state of knowing you're transforming into a new being, knowing you're about to be a new kind of personification of the person that you are, but you're not quite there yet. It's a weird state, right? It's kind of like that in-between state between after death and before being born again, right? What can we do in these states? How do we kind of shape what comes next? And this is where I'm happy to say that the old tried and true techniques of imagination, of consciousness, of creating your own reality really come into play. Because if you lose those reins, like imagine like you're riding a horse, right? And those reins fly out of your hands. And all of a sudden the horse is just going any which way. You have no control. You're getting taken wherever the horse wants to go. You're on the ride. You're still experiencing everything, but you just don't have that same level of control that you had before, that you appreciated, that you enjoyed. Oh, I'd like to go over there. Horse, go there, please. Let's say you're, you find yourself in that situation. And that's not... Um, completely different than what a lot of us have gone through over the past few years, right? The pandemic was this event that kind of shook people to their core. You didn't just see this with the actual events of the pandemic, right? The people being locked down, not restricted in terms of movement, in terms of what they were able to do, the whole vaccination things. You saw this pop up in people's consciousness. The divisiveness that had been bubbling under the surface really came to the top. People who considered themselves close friends or even acquaintances like really were at each other's throats just for differences of opinion. You saw this a little bit with like the Trump stuff because people you know, have such a strong reaction to Trump one way or the other that people, you know, if you say you like Trump or you, you found him amusing, people would just lose their fucking minds and vice versa. So you saw this stuff kind of bubble up to the surface and people will look out there at the world and say, oh man, everything is going to shit. It's all so fucking bad. There's so much chaos in the world. You know, people, it doesn't seem like things are coming together. Environmentally, we're a mess. You know, this AI stuff, who knows how this is going to fit into it. But I just want to take a second to remind you guys that you're running the show. You who is listening to this, this is your life. You determine 
how this goes. You determine the plot, the theme, the writing of the the theme, the directing of the theme, and then finally the acting, the playing out of the theme. So I want to revisit just kind of one concept. Uh, Neville Goddard touched on this a little bit, um, which is he calls it, what does he call it? The four mighty ones, right? This is the idea that you have four aspects of your soul, four aspects of your being that help create reality, right? And this is what you experience as reality, this continual linear sense of, okay, this is my life. I'm going through it. I will go to sleep. I wake up the next day, rinse and repeat, right? That's what we're talking about as life experience. Trust me, there are places where time does not work in a linear fashion. It doesn't happen the same way. Go take a bunch of psychedelics and some ketamine. Go see, go experience it for yourself. But it doesn't have to go in this direction. It's just one of the many directions it can go in. But I want to talk about what Neville Goddard would refer to as the four mighty ones. Okay. So you have the producer, the author slash writer, the director, and the actor. Okay. So this is, when do you want to use this stuff? So let's say, like I said, the horse, you lost the reins, it's out of control. Your life is, you don't know where it's going. Oh shit, what the fuck is going on? We've all been there. Some of us may still be there. What can we do to get a hold of our lives, to direct ourselves towards meaning, love, joy, laughter, just like what what can we do to kind of get things back on track, to start feeling like ourselves and living in a world of harmony, right? That's what we're after, right? If you're not after that, just, you know, tune out now, go do some other shit, okay? Uh, so the producer in this example is this higher state of consciousness that has the suggestion for the theme. So what do I mean by theme? Well, a theme could be, I wish I was successful. I wish I was rich. I wish I was happy. I wish I was in love. All of those are themes, right? So the producer is the one who comes up with this idea of the theme of what something should be, okay? This is like the broad kind of goal that you may have. And a lot of people get tripped up here because this is where you're thinking like, okay, well, I know what I want. I know what the theme is. Let me just go imagine that thing. Let me go do whatever manifestation techniques I need to do to go allow that to happen, That's not really how it works, right? Is it? If it did, I mean, we'd see a lot of people in a lot of different situations, right? But the author, the next aspect of your soul that kind of creates your reality, (coughs) excuse me, is actually the one who writes out the last scene of the play, right? You don't have to write the entire play. We're not talking about intricately going and micromanaging entire aspects of your life, like every single thing. You just write that last part but you write it in detail, right? And the scene here is going to dramatize the wish fulfilled. You've heard me say this many times, right? You're mentally going to construct as lifelike as a scene as possible of what you would experience had you re- have you had realized your wish, right? Had this uh, theme that you want, I wish I was successful, write a scene that implies that wish has been fulfilled. And then when the scene is clearly visualized, the writer's work is done right? So that's, we're talking about this imaginal process of how things work. And again, for anyone who's listening, who maybe this is your first time, or, you know, you got tuned on to this somehow, this is all testable shit. I I speak of nothing that you cannot test yourself. So as you lay down tonight, or at any point during the day, go and test this shit out and see how it works. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, We're going to start doing some challenges with this podcast to actually get some results. And we'll pull together on the Patreon and in the Discord to kind of discuss what's going on because I'm starting to see 
like people individually can achieve quite a lot, but collectively we're a lot more powerful. So when people start hearing from your peers or other people who listen to this podcast of all these amazing things that they're able to accomplish, I have the benefit of, of, of reading all this stuff and seeing all this stuff. People contact me because it's my podcast and they let me know all this amazing shit that's happened. You might not have that same kind of awareness of all of these things that have worked so well for so many people. So we're going to integrate that into this show um, and just kind of get more of a community going, especially on the Patreon, but definitely everywhere, of like people sharing their stories of success because there's a lot of them, guys. There's a lot of them. It's it's something that you know I, I can never forget because I'm inundated with them on a daily basis. Okay, so the director's tasks, right? After the author, we've done the producer, the writer, and now the director. The director's task is to make sure that the actor remains faithful to the script, right? That last scene that implies the wish has already happened. It's already been fulfilled, right? And to release and to make him do it over and over and over until it's a natural feeling until it's a natural like when you watch a movie with like one of your favorite actors the reason you love them so much is because you believe that that they're actually that person they're so convincing they've embodied that role so well they're like holy shit fuck that what a great performance i didn't even see leonardo dicaprio really nailed that shit right now, this function can be likened to like a controlled and consciously directed attention, right? An attention focused exclusively on the action which implies that the wish is already fulfilled, right? Again, you're rehearsing it. Your job as the director is to get yourself as the actor to really embody that this is what's going on. And so like you can recognize like uh, I was watching a, a TikTok the other day uh, where someone was talking, I think it was Quentin Tarantino was talking about he had heard that um, Robert De Niro liked to know what kind of shoes the character he was playing would be wearing. And the reason he wanted to know that is it gave him a sense of who that character was. So Quentin Tarantino heard this and you know concocted this elaborate story about the type of character. This is for Jackie Brown. Um, you know, specifically why his shoes were like this and how it happened. And you realize like he's just trying to figure out a way to truly embody that character. And this is what you're doing. How would you react in any given situation if your wish had been fulfilled? If your imaginal act was true? How would you act in that situation? You know how you would act. If you catch yourself acting in a different way, well, then that ain't it. So you're the director. Do it again. Run it again. Run the lines again. That's your job as the director, to just be aware of what you're doing, how you're reacting. Are you really embodying the role of the actor? Now, the fourth form, right? This is what Neville Goddard would refer to as the son of God, your Christ consciousness. Again, not a man, not a person, a state of consciousness. This would be your human imagination, right? This is the one who performs the wish yourself, right? In imagination... The predetermined action, which implies the fulfillment of the wish, right? This does not mean you're visualizing yourself doing it or you're observing the action. You are actually entering and enacting the drama. And you do it over and over and over until it takes on the tones of reality. Now, without this, without the dramatized version of the fulfilled desire, the theme remains just this theme and it sleeps forever, right, in the vast chambers of unborn themes. It's just there. It's like every other wish or thought or stray thing that anyone has ever had. It just lays dormant and kind of like, uh, did you ever see Game of Thrones? Like, um, 
the people with the thousand faces, uh, um, when Arya was in that that crazy temple, and like there's all these faces lined up there. You can think of all of those faces of like all of these ideas and wishes and dreams that people have had that have never been put on. Those faces have never been worn because they're just sitting there. No one actually took the time to actually go through the motions, put on that face, and play that role. Okay, so without the cooperant attention and being obedient to this version, this 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 true version of yourself enacting the fulfilled desire will your vision perceive attain will perceive the attained kind of objective reality you're looking for okay these are the four kind of determinants of how to shape your life these are the aspects of your soul that truly do create change if you've been lucky enough or aware enough to recognize at any point in your life where you have watched yourself create something out of nothing magically, miraculously. Um, this is how you've done it. You may not have been aware of it. You may not have been kind of totally um, uh, just like hip to the fact that this is how everything works. And like a lot of times people will still ask like, well, how do I manifest this? How do I manifest that? You're always doing it. It doesn't stop. Your life is an ever kind of, it's an organism that it doesn't shut off. It's reflecting back to you what you believe about yourself. So doesn't it behoove you to start believing some wonderful things about yourself? And if you're having trouble of coming up with like a theme, right, that producer thing, well, I wish I was successful, but I don't really know what that means, or I can't come up with a theme that exactly implies exactly what I want, that's fine. Just keep saying to yourself over and over again in your head, isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? Isn't this wonderful? Does it matter what comes after that? Does it matter kind of the mad libs thing that you fill in the blanks with if you are experiencing something wonderful? Appropriate a state of ecstasy. Appropriate a state of joy. Appropriate a state of love. Appropriate states of consciousness that make you feel the way you truly want to feel. The way this works, right, in our world is the more people who A, become aware of this operative mechanism, that this is how reality works, that helps them shape their lives into what they would like them to be, right? That This is your life. You get to now run your program. You get to run your script. You get to be the actor in this wonderful movie of your life. No longer are you condemned to external factors. You are in charge of it. The more people who wake up to this fact then collectively can come together and start changing some pretty beautiful and amazing things. And that's what we're doing here. We are at this, this great turning, this great threshold of things really being kind of like blown apart so they can be put back together again. And yes, when things get blown apart, it's scary, right? It's, it's disorienting. You don't really know what's happening. It's like the part of the trip where you're getting blasted off into space and you don't know what's happening. But what happens when you let go? What happens when you just surrender to the kind of unconditional love that exists at the bottom or at the core of that experience? Amazing things, right? And that's what we're trying to get at. So I just kind of want to remind people that even if your life hasn't been exactly the way you've wanted it to be, you do still possess this power. You do possess this ability to shape and create a life that's not only worth living, but is an amazing life. 
is allowing you to experience anything you've ever wanted to experience. The only time a desire or a dream or a goal dies is when you say, it's dead. I give up. No more. Then it becomes like one of those faces in that Game of Thrones big temple with the faces hung up on the wall. Then it's there. It's just hanging out there. And it's not even dead. It's just chilling there until someone goes and wants to put it back on. But for you, that's the only time. So just perseverance is a critical skill with this. But just recognize you always have this ability. You always have this skill, this internal agency to achieve whatever it is you want in life. I have goals, I have dreams, I have ways I want to feel. Have all of my goals hit 100% of the time? Fuck no. Well, on some level, I'm sure they did. I just weren't aware that they were actually the goals I was trying to achieve. But no, that's that's not the point. The point is, is that like you really have the ability to shape your life in a positive way, in a way that means something to you, whatever it is, your wildest dreams. Pursue it. Give it a shot. Give, it, give yourself a chance to actually see if this stuff works, okay? That's all I got to say for this episode, guys. It's, it's nothing more than that. It's just kind of like a routine little pep talk, do a little half-hour pep talk here. Um, I want to let you guys, if you listen through this, um, let you know about a couple things that are going on. The Patreon is popping off. We're still doing the Zodiac readings every month. I just released a crypto course. There will be in the show notes a link to this. I know crypto, people are like, is it dead? Is this shit over? Is it fucking, is it just garbage filled? The Ponzi collapse? No, it's not over. The global economy's in shambles. Things are not so great right now. But I did put together a great course with my friend Nicole, um, which is really more about the energetics uh, related to money and cryptocurrency specifically. It's about like how do you attract abundance and how do you use these tools to kind of create these asymmetric bets that allow you to achieve kind of things that maybe you thought were outside of your reach. And I say this as someone who has made millions of dollars with crypto and lost millions of dollars with crypto and played that role over and over again, back and forth. Um, there are some key things that I've learned over the years that can kind of help you along your way if it's something you're attracted to if it's something you're interested in. So you can take out the show notes for that. Um, go ahead and join the Patreon. I, I just got it tested before I did this episode. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of audio tutorials there. Like I'm just going to go on and make some music in Ableton and live stream that on Twitch and other places for you to kind of watch, ask questions, hang out. Um, it's just important to me that like uh, I still get the notes. I still get the emails, the DMs, all this stuff. Like I know you guys... Um, want me to be pumping out podcasts every single week. I'm doing it when it feels like it makes sense to do, right? And that's kind of just the only thing I can go on. But if you want kind of more engagement, more of a sense of community, the only place I can tell you to go is the Patreon, right? Patreon.com slash synchronicity. That's it. That's where we're really doing stuff. That's kind of where like the hot ball of energy is located right now. I stream. Almost everything I do is free. Um, I do not ask people to give me money um, very often. But if you kind of want access to that layer of whatever the fuck it is that I'm doing, the Patreon is the place to do that. So you can do that. Also, check out TikTok. I do some live streaming there. We crossed 1,000 followers, so uh, I can do the live streaming there. But other than that, guys, just enjoy yourself. I, I know it has not been the smoothest of rides for so many people. Things are in flux. And when things are in flux, things get difficult. They can get disorienting. Um, just you'll be fine. 
Trust that I am wishing and knowing that the best will happen for you. Even if I don't know you personally, I can still have that dream that everyone who listens to this is blessed and you will be. Don't worry about it. It's all going to be good. I'm out here. I'm making music. I'm getting my stuff together. Um, Just enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Um, Appreciate this kind of wild, crazy world that we live in and recognize your own innate divinity and you can do whatever the fuck you want to do whenever you want to do it and that's the truth there are no real restrictions only those that you kind of impose on yourself all right i love you i will see you soon bye bye